I was there. I don't have to listen to it. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I am Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva, a show about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. And uh, and sometimes that just I was having like a, a moment before where I'm like, no, this is just this is just where you live. This is mm-hmm. how things go. Um, isn't it? Isn't it wonderful? That's not what I was thinking, honestly. Um, <laughs> but you know what I do want to I do want to say before we get too far away from it. I don't think we've ever give given props to. I'm going to guess Natalie, although it could have been you, uh, the person who selected our theme song. Yeah, um, we've that's for, we've had that for a decade, for for longer than a decade. <laughs> we definitely have. Well, and then kudos to uh, to your wife Kelly for you know doing the doing the voiceover. Yes, yes, yes. But it's it's just has a very dynamic duo undertone. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if, if we're a deal. I don't know how dynamic we are. I'm pretty one mm-hmm. note during the <laughs> during the life. But anyway, I just I, I I found myself enjoying it, and I felt like I wanted to share with everybody. Tons I would of- like to oh. I'd, I'd like to give a quick shout out to Streamyard, which we've been using for the past three years. And I don't uh, I do have a little different setup. Tony says that it sounds exactly the same, but I did the test, and I don't know if you've done the test recently. Uh, on the audio where you listen to uh, to make sure that the you know sounds coming through your your headphones, uh, it's like two girls from the support department that have this little song, this little ditty that they do, uh, and it's and it's like you're testing your headset, have a good show, <laughs> you know, it's it's fantastic. But Streamyard's been pretty good. So yes. anyway, so. On to business. Each week we have a uh, local company that sponsors us that we like. And this week it's me. Um, I'm the author of Dragged Into the Light, Truthers, Reptilians, Super Soldiers, and Death Inside an Online Cult. I might write another book before I die. Who knows? I'm, Let's hope so. I'm, I'm, about, I'm about a third of the way through my next big book. And we can talk about that at a different time. What I want to talk about this week, though, is the Maryland Writers Association, because I am a member. Not only that, I am the president of the local chapter. And yeah, you know, I, I had my first meeting this this week. And if you are a member of the Maryland Writers Association, um, I apologize in advance because I'm going to talk a little Maryland Writers Association shit because I think it's adorable. And I mean this all with love in my heart. Um, but have you ever been to to a, I, so I'm, I'm on the state board. So the Maryland yeah. Writers Association is a state sponsored arts project. And I'm a member of that esteemed board. Mm-hmm. And they get together once a month and they talk about writing stuff. I've got to be honest. I didn't, I didn't pay real close attention. One, <laughs> you know, they talk about budgets and things like that. And the reason that I wanted to become president of the local board is that nobody else was, and I helped found it and I didn't want to see it die. Um, right. it, it got, it got, you know, kind of run over a little bit by COVID and Stephanie has been 
out of her mind busy. And she was the president for like six years. And it is a it is a kind of thing that will wear you down. One of the things that wears you down is this monthly meeting where it's about. I've got to, I've got to admit, I have no idea how long it was either. It was anywhere between. <laughs> It was maybe an hour, maybe two hours. I I don't want to. Give you were away. writing the you were writing the whole time, weren't you? Well, I don't want to give away too much, but I was in one of those conditions where I'm like, how much time has passed, man? Like four years. So I'm not sure how long the meeting is. It could be an hour, could be two, could be ten. But people don't get into writing to be on boards, you know. Like it's not it's not pleasant, and. I see why people do it. I don't, I don't see how anyone enjoys it. Like I use all my spare time to do more writing. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and like the idea of it, it's the thing that always bothered me about ocean pines. You know, you work your whole life in upper middle management on a, in a fortune 1000 company, you know, and you bust your ass and you don't know your kids' names and your grandchildren don't talk to you. And then you retire to Ocean Pines and you get on their board of directors. And like, really? Yeah. yeah. Really? It's it's just, I don't know. It's it's not my it's not my scene, is I guess right. what I'm getting at. And um and so I'm not a really good representative. <laughs> but I'm an you, you are you. You are you. Yeah, you can't put me on a board. I mean, you can put me on a board, but you can't like I'll go to the thing. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna participate. Um, but I will make an announcement from the board. That there's a Maryland Writers Association has an annual conference in October, um, and they want people to go. So you should go to mwa.org or whatever and find out about that. What I do want to <laughs> what I do want to talk about are Third Fridays before I use up all my commercial mm-hmm. time. Um, Salisbury has Third Friday events, which are art walks. Um, lots of places mm-hmm. have them. Um, we're going to try to do as many as possible. So when there's something in Berlin, if they're letting people, if they're letting art things come for free, we'll do that. Um, there was one in Chrisfield, as I understand it, one in um, uh, Cambridge, my second favorite town on the Eastern shore. And all of those, all of those places have them. We're going to do them all. One of the things we're going to do though, and I want to entice you, this is coming out on it would be a miracle if it was out on Friday, the, the 21st. I've got to be honest. So let's say this comes out Monday, which is July 24th on my calendar. There's a third Friday every month. So please put August 18th in your schedule. Mm-hmm. Because what we're doing is something called the Exquisite Corpse. And as I explained to Todd, we're going to start off with one sentence and then we're going to let someone read that sentence and write the next sentence. And then we're going to cover it up and cover it up. So everyone can write a sentence. Everyone who wants to can write a sentence based on the previous sentence and we'll see what and kind nothing, of nothing and nothing more and nothing more. Right. And so we'll see what yeah. kind of, it's like a, it's like a, a weird kind of telephone almost right? where you yeah. have a, enough information. You have, you have information to continue but you don't know if you're making any sense. And right. um, I, feel, I feel like this is a, like an improv uh, kind of. Uh, it is. And, and, and that's my, my, my promise as the new MWA Lower East Shore. By the way, that's M-W-A-L-E-S. So it's like M-W-L's um, or M-Wales, but I like M-W-L's instead. Um, 
what I want to do is I want to get more people to write, more people to make stuff, more people to enjoy it. I don't want to get people to vote on budgets. I don't want to get people to be on committees, uh, which mm-hmm. is which is what makes me a mediocre president. Um, but hopefully uh, an effective one where we get more people who are writing, making stuff. I We're going to bring back one tree thing for sure, hopefully cool. in the winter um once we once we get everything else together so please stay tuned to that and you can follow everything that i do on my substack my substack is uh tony uh, by tony and all of my news and and stuff is on there you can buy my book you can um i meant to i meant to tell tell todd um oh i think i did i've started my burley book is now yeah. out and every friday uh, I publish another section of oh, a book that didn't get published called Being Burly. And as I'm going back through it, I've said it before and I've said it again. It's uh, it's pretty good. So it's $6 a month as the minimum to to um, to to have access to all that. Although there's plenty of free stuff. I write one free thing and one paid thing each week. Sometimes I write two paid things, um, but I, I write at least one free thing every week. And um, and it's fun to read. And that's the end of my commercial. You talk Thank now you. while I get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you drinking this uh, today? Oh, I I am drinking water. Um, the people, I'm sorry, they you, they don't know this, but you do. Uh, Todd, we we moved it back to four o'clock. We usually record it four at three. Today we moved it back to four. I started writing at two, and Todd texted me at like four ten to say, "Are we still doing this or what?" So. <laughs> I didn't get a drink. I have I have the last little bit of some soda water and yeah. I have about a half a half a half a thing of regular water, half a um container of regular water and then a little bit of coffee left from this morning. So I have a nice collection of cups here on the side of my desk, but nothing alcoholic. I saw you were drinking something alcoholic and brown. I am drinking uh a little bit of bourbon and because we uh we got pushed back a little bit. We had a we had a shoot that actually ended up getting canceled because uh, of the weather, uh, which is fine because I too was kind of in the zone uh, and had sent you an email at three thirty, and then I I looked up and it was four ten. <laughs> like, are we still doing this? But um, uh, no, I, it's it's been it's been fun. There's uh, bourbon is uh, the uh, way of life for me. Um, the uh, one cool thing that uh, that we've been doing is a tool that you actually introduced uh, to me last week on Wednesday. I record the Dewey Beach podcast on Thursday, and um, we ended up uh, I ended up playing with this with this tool uh, called Cast Magic, and uh, it was uh, pretty pretty robust. I mean, you sent probably an hour after we finished recording uh, an email to me that said this was generated by AI in whatever, you know, under 10 minutes. And it was a synopsis of the show. It was a great newsletter uh, and, and fantastic. So it was uh, a a neat, uh, a neat tool, especially for somebody who does podcasts like we do, because I am always in the frame of mind. Well, I'm, I'm always doing so, so many other projects and truthfully the the podcast i've I some <laughs> feel like it is a vanity project uh, right in, in in some respects 
So like, I want to promote it. We talk about this all the time is that we don't really do a good job of even pushing our own show that we've been doing for a decade. Uh, you know, recording as long as Joe Rogan has with, uh, <laughs> with a fraction of percent of the success. But uh, this was, this was a really neat tool. Cast magic uh, is I was able to go into the, my Dewey podcast and because it gives you timestamps of interesting parts in my editing, uh, I, I can, I can go right to that and be like, Oh, boom, there it is. They give you creative titles. They give you a lot more than just the, you know, the breakdown and, or newsletter. I was really, I was really kind of impressed in the volume of stuff that they were able to just pull out and then slice and dice. It's a lot, it's some of it's repetitive, but it is, it's good. I mean, it's, it's, it's probably the best bit that gets what is happening uh, in the, uh, in, in the podcast that I've, that I've seen so far. Absolutely. I started using it at work. I have uh, I do a podcast called Funeral Service Insider, the podcast. And if you're into like death stuff, you should listen to it. It's mostly for funeral directors. So some mm-hmm. of it's inside baseball, but some of it, you know, is is cool stuff to know. Um, though I, I just recorded one about green burial, which is a which is a hot topic. But what I discovered, I can't remember. I would love to tell you who I got it from, but I can't. I heard about it on a podcast and. What this what this does is it does a transcript. So the transcript is has got to be 80 percent accurate. It, it might be it's it's just as good as one that you'd pay for, except that it's part of it. And one of the things that I liked about the transcript, which was really the first thing that drew to me, is for my my podcast at work. And now, of course, for this podcast, there's um, there's SEO to be had if you have a lot of text about, you know, everything that we talk about just mm-hmm. gets put onto text. So I, I like that. And then I like the, the summary. It, it, it will write an introduction. It will write a reels script. It will write a social media post for LinkedIn. It will write a tweet thread for Twitter. And now a thread yeah. thread for threads. Yeah. I love it. And, and, and it and give you with- 10 options to give you 10 options for each of those platforms. And and yes, and you can scroll through and get extra ones. The other thing, and maybe we can start to do this next week. Um, the other <laughs> thing it gives you is discussion questions. Yes, yes. And it uh, and the discussion questions I, I find I find wonderful. Um, but last week's I was. It's funny to hear a computer um, critique you. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. last week I felt a little critiqued by the computer because the computer <laughs> didn't want to repeat what I said. Mm-hmm. He said mm-hmm. something like, Tony had some controversial thoughts about oh, Andrew. And I'm like, wow, the computer is hedging. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I did go off the rails a little bit. <laughs> no, I don't want to self-censor because I'm afraid of the computer. Right. But it is something that it really I when I saw that the computer was like afraid to kind of try and contextualize what I said. They're like, you know what? Listen to it if you want. I wouldn't. This guy's a maniac and wants to kill everyone. So. Yeah. Soon in, uh, in the not too uh, distant future, you'll actually be lo- linked up to the computer that will be monitoring live. They'll give you a little shock, you know, like. A little zapper from the like, uh, the e collar to right. be like nope get like 
pull it, pull it back in, pull it back in. Well, I, I'm making that part of an essay. I don't think it'll be out this week. It'll probably be out next week on Substack by by Tony Um, about I don't care if people think I'm racist. Um, but I do care if computers think I'm racist. Interesting. And the main reason is because if if people think I'm racist, they're probably other white people, and I don't, you know, and I don't care. Like as one of the quote curses if there's a downside to being a white guy it's that all the racists treat you like you're on their team because you're a white guy and you know sometimes you have to be like yeah i don't really agree with that or sometimes you just have to say oh i'm late for something and leave but people say awful vile things to you as a white guy that i swear to god they don't say to anybody else yeah um yeah and so, you know, there's no there's no point in me, you know, wearing a sign. I guess, you know, back when back when there was the mask controversy, that was convenient. You could wear a mask and no one would say anything racist to you. They'd be like, oh, yeah. you're a mask person. That means you're not a racist. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but if the computer thinks you're a racist, it's going to change what it shows you. And I don't want to miss out on stuff because the computer thinks I'm a racist. Right. So, right. While I was on vacation, I watched a movie. I watched, I think, two home movies the entire week. Um, one of them wasn't a good movie, but I want to talk about it. It was called Safe, and it stars Denzel Washington and Ryan Reynolds. Like, how okay. bad could that movie be? Right. I don't know. It wasn't great. It, it was fine. It was. It would be Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Uh, yeah. Cast opposite uh, an incredible actor in Denzel Washington, <laughs> and you know, and it was it was a spy thriller. It was very Jason Bourne. Like by minute two, you're like, okay, I see how this goes. Um, yeah. But on Amazon, there were two promotional videos for it. Two promotional, you know, Amazon has the um, the previews, right? They they'll show yeah, you yeah. like the cover. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you look up safe and I took pictures of it, I don't know if you can still do it today, but I challenge you to try. If you look up safe, there's one with Denzel Washington on the cover. And mm. then there's another one with Ryan Reynolds on the cover. Right. And to to hopefully get more diverse suggestions from Amazon, I clicked on the uh, Denzel yes, Washington so. cover. And it said, this title is not available. (laughs) But then I clicked on the Ryan Reynolds title and was subjected to two and a half hours of very predictable spy shit. (laughs) So title not available under Denzel and uh, and completely available. That's interesting. I don't know. Like. And I wonder if it's because this, so we were last year when we went on vacation, um, we rented the, the house we rented, we believe had been rented by a black family before. And the reason we believe that is because there's a black Netflix, like there's shit that you will never see because you're a white person and what you watch, but they were still signed into their like quote, black Netflix unquote. And so all of the suggestions were movies that I had never seen, television shows I had never seen, people that I had never heard of. 
And I yeah. was my my wife explained to me that this was normal and that everybody knew it, but me and apparently you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it though just be the previous family, regardless of? Uh, yes, it could have been a white family that like... only watched black entertainment. It, it's true. <laughs> But my guess is whether the point is whatever they watched, they were getting suggestions that I had never even seen. There were movies on there Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. never come up in my spectrum. And that's when I started realizing that our choices, our our online choices make us racist by accident. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we don't choose enough black things and they stop showing us black things and then we won't get to see cool black things when they come out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I it, it it is interesting. I'm going to interject if you don't mind. No, uh, handling a, a, a several different uh, channels for de- several different clients, and then including my own, a number of the channels that I handle, I solely handle. So, like the search page or the for you page, uh, kind of reflect the stuff that I get personally you know so like if you go if you go to the back end of the starboard uh instagram handle and you look at and you do a search there's sure there's going to be some marvel stuff in there there's going to be some lacrosse highlights like right yeah the, the the algorithm is is tuned into me what is interesting is some like so we had a couple new restaurants open up and then it's like what the baseline is before me and or the business has established mm-hmm. uh you know and like i don't know start we opened starboard claw and it is all a bunch of uh big boobed women holding fish for yeah. some reason <laughs> this is like, at the beach and i'm like i'm like scroll scroll all right cocktail video let's look at that like seafood let's look at that like you have to you have to train the 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 uh, algorithm a little bit and right, because it because it. it knows who you are, or it's got a good guess who you are. But right. who I am isn't what I want to be, or who I am isn't who I want to be. I don't want, I don't want to miss out on things um, yes. just because of previous choices, which is of course how life works and why it can be disappointing. Um, but that should be with people. But when it's when when it's with the algorithm. It's worth knowing, you know, it's worth knowing. Yes. So, so you make other choices like, uh, like, I mean, you know, the movie wasn't any good, but at least I, at least I showed them that I'll look, I'll click on a black face. Sometimes it's, it's, <laughs> you can show me more black faces. I'm not afraid. I just want to send them a note. I want to send Amazon a note and say, listen, yeah, I'll watch movies with black people in them. If you show them to me, but if you keep them hot, hidden from me, then I won't. And then I'll just reaffirm how narrow-minded I am when it comes to, you know, tune in, tune out entertainment. Right. Well, I, I wonder if they need, uh, you know, a category and, you know, not stuff you might like. It would be stuff if you're thinking about expanding your horizons or right. stuff if you, if, if you want to, if you want to learn something about somebody that's not like you. Like that should be a whole category on Netflix. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> like stuff you might potentially hate. And this is why. Well, and it's the, I guess they could turn it inside out. I don't know if you know about the, um, the Napoleon dynamite complex and the Napoleon dynamite problem. No. So Netflix has, and I think they still have it. 
um, a, a contest every now and again. The first one they had was for Napoleon Dynamite, and it was a million dollar. Um, it was a million dollars to improve their who did the best improvements of their algorithm, and the problem that they had was Napoleon Dynamite became crazy famous on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And there was no rhyme or reason for who watched Napoleon Dynamite. Like it was people who watched the notebook, people who only watched Schwarzenegger movies. You know, it was like, there was no um, Napoleon Dynamite didn't fit anywhere in the algorithm, you know? Right. And they're like, well, how can we, make the algorithm find more Napoleon dynamites that everyone's going to love. And that's, you know, that's something that they've been doing for a long time. But I think that, as you said, it maybe, maybe throw a couple in there that I'm going to hate. Like you have to watch this. Yeah, that's right. For $14.95 a month, you get Netflix for $13.95 a month. You get Netflix, (laughs) but they get to choose the first movie you watch of the week. And you can't watch any more movies. Until you watch that. Until one. you watch that whole one. Uh, it would be it would be great. It would be like an amuse bouche for for right. your for your viewing pleasure. It's like you need to watch this, and because we, we know you, and this is gonna this is gonna make you a better person yes, and is, viewer. This is a hole in your instead of trying to instead of trying to make a pile of stuff yeah. that I like fill the holes of my ignorance. And yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be for that. I mean, I, I really, it's rare that I watch a movie because they're always bad. And as I was watching this stupid Denzel Washington movie, I'm like, man, now I think I'm a racist and I have to watch this bad movie. Cause I don't turn <laughs> movies off once I started. I'm committed. Yeah. Now so they think like, you're a racist and like bad movies. Yes, I know. I know. Let's give this, let's give this racist jerk some more crap. I'll, all Chris Pine all the time. That's all I can see. <laughs> Chris Pine movies. Uh, oh, and yeah. that other guy, the uh, the the jumping around guy from the office that's playing Jack Ryan now, John Krasinski. Oh yeah, yeah. Unlikely action. Unlikely white guys doing action movies. Go. Yeah. Um, so that's my thing on on AI. Um, you wanted to talk about. July and I want to let you. Okay. So I feel like this comes up every time this year. And uh, I always like the question. The question to be is July 4th, the beginning or middle of summer. And, you know, a lot of people have different answers. I personally always fall in the middle because I'm looking at summer as being, you know, between Memorial Day and Labor Day. But a lot of high school kids are in school through the middle, at least, of June. And a lot of college kids have to go back in the beginning of August. So really, right. I mean, if you want to boil it down, you know, the love of summer is solely the month of July. And it, it so that would make sense that July 4th is actually kind of the beginning, but it's right. also the middle. I mean, because it's because it's compressed so much, but, you know, it's always been something and like people, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of a silly question and, and, and people have strong opinions either way. But what I realized is uh, somebody to, you know, it's kind of like take a step back 
And when you're sitting and it's freezing and you're, you're daydreaming about the best time of year could be up, up for interpretation, but you know, a lot of people think about, think about summertime and, you know, vacation schools out, all of that. And, uh, and the importance is to take time in this moment right now, the middle of July, the middle of uh, summer, and uh, and and just you know acknowledge it and enjoy it. You know, be a little be a little present. If I can borrow from my my yoga practice a little bit, right? And you know, it's I uh, I played golf yesterday. I played golf at, at Glen Riddle, and I kind of despise the the purpose of golf. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. And, uh, I think the best explanation I heard it's, it's a sport for white guys who hate water and, <laughs> and want, and, and want to, uh, and, or and something about arrogance, but, um, I enjoy being with my friends and I enjoy being outside and, uh, and it's the middle of the month. It's the middle of summer, the middle of the season. And uh, we played Twilight because we're cheap and wanted to get a better rate. And it was fantastic. And I was super tired and it was in a little bit run down from, uh, from a busy weekend and week. But, uh, but it was great. So take time. Remember the moment you're in and... It's up to interpretation as to what the best time of year is, because then you can always look forward to the next best time of year. Yeah. And, you know, at, at the risk of getting too Zen about it, you know, you can just also kind of learn to enjoy the moment that you're in, whether it's your favorite time of year or not. I'm true, not true. good at that. Um, <laughs> as, as, as we said in the beginning of the show, <laughs> every time I wake up and I'm in Del Mar, it's not going to be a great day. So, and the only other options I have is to not wake up, which is going to be even a worse day. <laughs> and that's the last thing I think before I fall asleep every night. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we are up against it and uh, we had a great time. Please uh, do all the social things that we ask you to do or not, but um, we should ask and do it. Uh, do it. And and tell me how you're enjoying the uh, the the newsletter. I sent out the one newsletter. I'm going to send out another one, and we're letting AI write it. I'm fixing stupid mistakes, but mm -hmm. um, but not like not like when the machine's like, oh, Tony really put his foot in his mouth this time. I'm leaving right. that in. I don't care. Is it, soon the AI newsletter will just be, and Tony says something controversial. <laughs> I love being a cliche. All right. Well, I'm out of stuff. How about you? Uh, I got nothing. All right. Well, remember until next time at the beach. It's happy hour whenever you say it. Cheers. Day Drinking on Delmarva with Todd DeHart and Tony Russo is produced weekly, mostly by dumb luck. You can join them Wednesday afternoons or find them online at daydrinkingondelmarva.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll check back in with you next week. Mm -hmm.